Previously on Bridgerton, despite the Queen's attempts to get in the way, Simon and Daphne got married, and they also consummated their marriage, despite the fact that Simon can't have kids, or so he claims. Also, Marina, she found a man to marry to hopefully help cover up this baby drama, and that man's name is Colin Bridgerton. So there's a lot of other things going on, but those are the two big things. Uh, also, Penelope's pretty annoyed at Marina because she had a crush on Colin. But yeah, all of those things and a bunch of other little things all still going. The train's still rolling. We're back. It's Bridgerton season on the Lord to Grant the podcast. Unlike Downton Abbey, this podcast is not delayed. We are back on track with Bridgerton. Downton Abbey 2, Absolutely. the film, rather. Yeah, Downton Abbey 2, the film. Not coming anytime soon until next year. But we are back. It's been a while, Dave. It hasn't, but it also it feels like uh, it has. You know, it's 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 been a couple it, weeks since we've since we watched you know, and what a, what a week to come back to. Oh my god, I was like, is this the same show we've been watching this whole time? <laughs> I wasn't sure I was on the right streaming service when I was watching. Yeah, I I was thrown a little bit watching this week's episode, um, and, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Dave, have you kept up with any news outside of uh, the actual show we're watching? Uh, in, in the Crown and the Downton universe? I don't think I've seen yep. any headlines. Am I, have I missed okay. anything? Uh, well, production... Oh, there was a um, selfie. There was a picture that I put in the, the Facebook group uh-huh. of, of Lady Edith and Birdie and the, the other person from the newspaper, the picture that from the set. But that was from season six. That's not I was from... Wondering, it's not from the movie. It's I was wondering why you kept sharing too? that. Because the Downton yeah, Abbey official Twitter posted it. Right, and you showed it in two areas, but as someone who has to find pictures to post on Instagram from the seasons, I can tell you that's a that's an ancient photo. That's an, is that an ancient phone too? Let me. I got Yeah, look. that too. That you keep sharing a photo, and it's like I only retweeted yeah. it from our account and then okay. put it in the Lizard Grant Lounge. Right, but it is. That's uh, a couple, two or three years old. Edith looks older though. Yeah, but I, I don't. I mean, I, you're the you're the it's Instagrammer. Old, yeah. Uh, well, in actual news. Uh, oh, it even says it behind the scenes, season six. It does. <laughs> That's a thing. Hashtag season six. Um, anyway, so Bridgerton season two has hit, in, uh, hit some production snafus. Uh, so someone last week was tested positive for COVID. So they pushed pause on production. And now a second crew member has uh, tested positive, and now they have put the production on hold for an indefinite period of time because hmm. they are filming in the UK where the Delta variant is running wild and it's quite serious over there. So, Okay, that stinks. We'll see if we get a Bridgerton Season 2 here on time, and I hope everyone's safe out there. Yeah, that's weird. Are they not getting vaccinated? What do you mean it's weird? Of course they're getting vaccinated. Have you not read about the Delta variant? It doesn't I mean, matter I know if about you're the, vaccinated. I, yeah, I, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated, but it's not going to kill you. No, we're not, we're but not I mean, COVID news over here either. I'm just uh, people hopefully have kids. they can get back on track. 
Right. People have kids. Safely. You don't want them to get sick to, pass, to then pass it on to kids. That's how this thing works. These, these people got to keep their masks on as much as possible. And you got to keep these actors away from well, the Well, I mean, what are you going to do when they got their butts out everywhere they're seen? It seems like. Well, I mean, like. the I actors know. just put them in some kind of locked room where, where they're alone. Okay. They can all be in a compound together. They can, sorry, family, this is Bridgerton. Yeah. I, I guess so. Um, and the only other really major news, you know, I got lost in the shuffle of the Emmy talk of all these Netflix shows, uh, you know, receiving Emmy nominations. But uh, Emma Corrin announced that they are non-binary, or well, not they didn't announce they're non-binary, but they announced their pronouns of they/she in a post about wearing a, a, bi- a binder. Uh, so Emma Corrin, who portrayed Lady, uh, Princess Diana on The Crown, announced that. That's pretty uh, pretty awesome. Good for her. Or she she did say a it's she. They she. Okay, good. Yeah. I would feel bad if I missed that up immediately after. <laughs> immediately, no. But good all the respect them. to Emma Corrin. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Especially, it just really kind of fits in line with Diana going their own way. You know. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the the backlash if if there will be any sort of snuffy Brit loyalist backlash. Probably not. I feel like the no, Crown fan base is all in on the the drama. Not that someone's identity is drama, but. It's it's definitely not of the time of uh, you know the seventies eighties being yeah that's no, cool good. good good for Emma to to own herself publicly yeah, be yourself it's awesome time for people aside from the virus that yeah. is awesome going for on people aside from the cast of Bridgerton mm-hmm. so as we we're alluding to Dave season one episode six of Bridgerton swish and. Yeah, they have got the butts out in this episode, and more than that, <laughs> they got a, they got a lot out. What do we want to tackle first in this episode, Dave? Uh, I feel like this is a two two plot episode. Uh huh. So, do you want to talk about Marina and Colin first? There's really yeah, nothing. Well, there's the only other loose string is there's like a scene where Eloise mentions mm-hmm. working for uh. The queen, the queen to find out who Whistledown is. Yep. She, she's got that going on. So, yeah, at the top of this episode, they announced that uh, Marina is engaged to Colin. Yeah, he kind of makes a fuss at this garden party. Mm-hmm. And not everyone is too pleased. Penelope is certainly not happy. Uh, Tony is definitely not happy. Mrs. Bridgerton, Lady Bridgerton, is a little uh, perturbed. Uh-huh. I find it funny that every time someone has something going on in their their personal lives, Tony's like, "Come on, you can't do that." And it's like, Tony, who are you to talk, man? <laughs> you can't just go around like, get it together. Everyone's like, "Man, you need to get your act together." <laughs> hey, he has a great line in this episode later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes he goes straight to the point. You know, he he uh, he's he's talking to to mom, and mom's like, "You can't be too hot right now in public, Tony. You gotta calm it down, man." You can't let it not, show. Not far into the episode. Uh, no. When he says, uh, he gets all mad at this Colin. He's like, Colin, man, you got to do, you, this is why, this is what happens when you don't sow your wild oats, man. <laughs> I, 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 I caught the same thing. So as people who may listen to us in the crown coverage, the sage advice given to Prince Phil, uh, at, or Prince Charles rather, yeah, Prince at one Charles. point, uh, was to sow his oats before settling down. <laughs> And what happened here in, in Bridgerton? The brother did not sow his oats, and now he's he's stuck. There's no, there's no Parker Bowles going on here. Mm-mm, not at all. Because he's just like, did you compromise this young lady already? And Colin's like, no. And it's like, 
told you to sow your oats, brother. I told you. Those oats You're are coming crazy, home to man. roost. You're crazy. And, and he tells him that while he's eating a, a, a bowl of whole grain oats, too. Yeah, Quaker. <laughs> Important. Yeah, he, he's, he's really sewing them up. He's actually sewing at the same time while eating. It. Tony's just really laying into him. But, I mean, Colin tries to assert himself. He's like, I don't need your permission. You know, I, I don't need your blessing. I yeah. can eat whatever oats I want. Yeah, he's like, I don't need to. I'm so I'm not selling nothing. I'm putting them in the microwave. I'm having some some oatmeal. <laughs> I don't even know how to sew. <laughs> I got two left hands, says uh, says Colin. And what does the mother call Colin, Dave? I didn't write that down. What's she calling? She calls him a flirt. Oh yeah, she, yeah. She's like, you flirt with <laughs> all the ladies. She's like, yeah, but I, only one of them loves me. <laughs> I, I I mean. Sure, when you, you say, can live when, your life as a flirt. That, are you like, him? are you though? Really? Yeah, you, you kind of hang back in the cut and like, I, he's that kind of classic guy though. He's like, I'm a flirt, but he's hitting on girls like Penelope, <laughs> the ones who aren't getting the attention and everything. It's like there's a lot of guys out there just like, well, this girl's not getting attention. I can I can swoop in <laughs> like and get what artist. I can get. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he may be flirting, but he ain't flirting with top of the top of the shelf women, I think. And that's no disrespect to Penelope either. Oh, absolutely not. But the way they characterize her in the show is she's she's not the the prime cut, and yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it's Colin that, is hungry that, for. This show is the kind of show that does quantify women in a way that mm-hmm. makes Penelope seem less than. So yeah, he do, so. she kind of does feel like uh, he's he's sniping the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but when the, she calls Colin a flirt, just hear the R. Kelly song, I'm a mm-hmm. flirt in my head. And it's just like, that's just not a good association with that word at this point. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> He's a flirt. Uh, but anyways, uh, at the same time they're having that conversation, you know, she's kind of like, whatever, dude. I wasn't ready for you to become a man, but if you gotta, you gotta. She, you gotta the, do the what you gotta do. do. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh Penelope is talking up Colin to Marina at the same time. Yeah, she and she's telling really, her you made a bad move. What she's are you doing? She's so frosty. She's so frosty to Marina. What about the major, the general, the guy that that is the father of this child? Mm-hmm. It's just going to bring scandal to this family. What you thinking? It's like you really want to fool this poor boy? And, and she's speaking common sense, but at the same time, Marina doesn't have many options. You know, what's she going to do? Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it is lose-lose for Marina as far as mm-hmm. love versus compromise. And I think she said that she she says that if or when Colin realizes that it's not his baby, he's going to be a gentleman and raise the child, which is a lofty thing to assume. But I think given the time, it's kind of a just kind of an unfair deal for to put someone in to, to it's, it is very abusive. You almost think she would have been better off with one of these million year old men. It's like just gonna kick the bucket in ten years, right? Wouldn't that just be better for yeah. for her ethically? Yeah, they'd be too old to remember if they got her pregnant or not, and if they did, or if she was, they found out she was pregnant, they'd be really proud of themselves for having done it. So yeah, yeah, and, t- and target the Marina old scene would, Marina would be like forty when the when the man died, and yeah. she would be able to live a life. The math and works have fun. out. Yeah, but right. no, let's get Colin Bridgerton, who's a sweet young man, who's you know. Saving Penelope Featherington in social situations. Yeah, I thought the same thing, Dave. It's just like, why is she targeting this guy? Because he, because like, 
there's really no other man you could have gone for. It's just this guy, just because he's a flirt. Yeah, you know, it's you're just, saying there's only one old man and he's ugly and weird. There's got to be like, there's got to be some silver foxes in London in the early 1800s. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they may not have all their teeth, but I'm sure they can tell a joke or two. Yeah, but no, <laughs> they take the guy who looks like he's 17. Yep, <laughs> and we do get a good look at uh, Jim Carter's daughter. You, you oh, know, in the from, singing uh, scene. Oh yeah, yeah. So the sisters are laughing at Colin, uh, like not Disney knowing characters. his father. Absolutely, the evil stepsisters. Dave, what did you think of you know as we know him, Carson from Downton Abbey? What did you think of Jim Carter's uh, daughter? And she is episode? the one who's actually singing, not playing the piano, right? Right, she's the one who cannot sing, uh, sitting there. Long. She neck. definitely looks like Mr. Carson's daughter. She's got the nose, I think. Yes, definitely. She's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, she definitely played the part well. Yeah, I don't know her name because they really haven't given her a good look at all in the show. But sure, cool for the Downton fans. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, she's she's um, she is Prudence. Dear Prudence, hardly knew you. Man, uh, she was born in '93. Yeah, like we we caught, we talked about this a while ago. Jim Carter, he was pumping him out late in his he age. Was, yeah, he was, <laughs> He was sowing his wild oats for a long time. Oh, he had a lot of oats to sow. He plowed the fields. Uh, that Jim Carter, that one. Um, so Charming Charlie days. Yes, still charming. Uh, so Marina needs some new dresses, though. Yeah, so she or goes to Delacroix. Delacroix? And Delacroix De La says, uh, you Featheringtons don't have it, money. Why don't you go to the tailor <laughs> downtown? I can't do this. You're going to need another Tayloris. And then Marina starts laying into her in French and says, I know you're a fraud. So Mm -hmm. why don't don't you do me a solid and I'll do you a solid. You keep the Featherington dresses coming consistently and I won't snitch on you to all these other rich people. Mm -hmm. Delacroix is like, all right. (laughs) I didn't know you could speak French. Okay, you got me. (laughs) Wee, 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 (laughs) wee. Yeah, uh, parlez-vous, France? I, I do not know. You need some muzzy. Did I, I tell you, when I went to France, you know, the lack of French that I had was just we, oui, merci beaucoup, and I was leaving a bakery one time, and the door slammed really quick on my leg, and it hurt a lot, and they, like, you could see there was concern on the, the desk person's face, you know, the Baker. clerk, store clerk. Yeah, and they just spoke in French, and I, like I said, it was merci. As I clutched no, my no leg and walked out the, yeah, as I as I nursed my leg walking out the door, <laughs> just mercy. Anyways, learn French, people, because uh, it will help you like it does Marina here. Yeah, but then we see uh, later on during uh, one of these several outings or balls or whatever, Penelope fakes being sick so she can find some dirt. Mm-hmm. She, and, she wants some uh, letters. And what she finds is the forged signatures. Not the actual love letters, but the forged signatures by her mother and the housekeeper trying to forge the major or the general, whatever this guy's name is. Mm-hmm. And she presents this to her uh, you know, cousin, uh, Marina, mm-hmm. who basically says, look, they forged that letter. He could be alive. And Marina's like, oh, look, he, he hadn't showed up. He hasn't sent me any letters. You have no proof of nothing. I got to marry Colin Bridgerton. Now, this is like some 
classic soap opera logic where when Penelope confronts her with evidence that this forgery was, uh, you know, that this uh, signature was forged, uh, Marina's logic goes to, well, he just never wrote me back not to, oh, whoever has done this forgery might have also concealed the letters from me. I don't know why that doesn't cross her mind. She's trying to burn the forgery stuff. Yeah. It's like those letters, maybe the guy actually did write you back. Think about that for a second. But the way, the way they know, treat Marina in this episode, like, for the sake of storytelling, we're going to need to redeem her because what do we have? Two episodes left. If if you want me to actually like Marina at the end of this journey, we need an about face in this character. She just seems like, like we've already discussed. She could have gone down a road. That's mm-hmm. a lot less um, ethically questionable as far as finding a, a suitor or a man. Mm-hmm. And now she's straight up looking at her, th- this person who has had her back her whole time. Yeah. And basically saying like, Shut up! None of this matters. <laughs> I, I need to to get this this ring on my finger, and Dave, you you jumped a couple beats ahead because after she gets that dress, she walks down the stairs to everyone like to judge her profile to see how she looks in the dress, and she's she's hiding it. She's hiding the bump. You can't mm-hmm. tell. But the se- stepsisters laugh about it, right? Because it's just foolish. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, You're Penelope. pregnant. Yeah, you can't hide that. And Penelope makes a smart point that Miss Bridgerton has had eight children. She will know if you're pregnant, which does not come to mean anything really <laughs> later in this episode, mm-hmm. as much of a stupid point as that is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we do get a, a quick scene where you know Marina goes after the the you know sisters are laughing at her. She she kind of goes to Colin, you know, and, and really tries to persuade him. Like, I can't deal with this. I can't you know live like this. No one no one wants me. None of my parents want me. And, uh, oh, wait, not, not, now we're getting, I think, after the Penelope talks to him, right? Oh, no, no. This is, this is all back and forth. Yeah, but we haven't Pen- gotten to Penelope talking to Colin yet. Right, which comes before her convincing the forgery uh, to, uh, to Marina. Does it? Yeah, it does. It does. I took it in order, my notes. Uh, are you checking to see if it goes in order? <laughs> Listeners I'm just, are like, hey, no, I trust whatever. you. I really didn't okay. take many notes this episode. It was a very simple episode. I was enjoying myself. Yeah. Well, Penelope has a, a, a word with Colin uh, after, yeah, they, the sisters harass Marina at dinner and, and fail at singing. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We get ex- I, I, They must find some real humor in, in uh, Jim Carter's daughter trying to sing there. Well, I feel like this is the same trick they pull in Pride and Prejudice. I feel like being able to sing and play piano is sort of a, a symbol of status. Right, and if you're bad at it, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's a gold mine. Like for that company. one sister in Pride and Prejudice. You know, you're kind of yep. stiff. You're not like you're snooty, but you're bad. Yeah. So yeah, Penelope approaches Colin, uh, and she wants to tell him like straight up what's going on. And the thing is, she has read the letters. She has seen the letters, and she's like, they've they've corresponded. You need to know about this, you know. Yeah, but she she doesn't totally throw Penelope under or Marina under uh-uh. the bus. Where she doesn't say, oh, by the way, she's pregnant. She <laughs> right. basically just says, there's another man that she's in love with that is MIA. And, and, and what's Colin's response Colin's to that? Colin's like, I love her. Like, what are you, you going to do? Now, Dave, uh, man to man, if a friend came to you and said, this girl that you're into that wants to marry you, she's still carrying on talking to this other guy and it still very much has feelings for him. How would you feel about that? I definitely would not. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't react that at the way Colin did. Yeah, I would definitely ha- bring it up in conversation. 
Right. I would not dismiss it. I'd be like, well, that's a thing for me and her to talk about. Thank you for alerting me to it, Mm -hmm. Penelope. Go on your own way. (laughs) But then even like Marina like walks in and sort of breaks up the conversation. Mm -hmm. And is this the moment when she basically tells Penelope like, you had a crush. You got to leave that behind because you didn't make your move. He never looked at you as more than a friend. Or does Colin say that to her? Uh, I think, I think that's she Marina t- does. Marina tells her that after the fact, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, after she tries to make her case about the letters, uh, Penelope to her. This is when Penelope, or when, ah, uh, <laughs> when Marina goes to Colin and says, "Everyone's harassing me. I can't deal with this. And why don't we go to Scotland?" Yeah. So and he's like, "We'll be married. Well, we can get married week. this week. Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> uh. A wedding in Scotland sounds nice, but under these conditions, I don't know about that. Well, I think that Colin's just trying to, to be a gentleman at this point. I did kind of get excited, though. Like, oh, this will work out with her timeline perfectly. He won't know the difference at all. You know, he'll think that he just got her pregnant real quick. Yeah, the baby's just like three months ahead of schedule. Yeah, it happens sometimes. But yeah, as we had said earlier, Penelope makes her case to Marina. Marina doesn't care because she's going to get married now with by the end of the week. Doesn't think for a second that the letters, you know, actually never were sent in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Marina's like, let Penelope down easy. You know, I got to make choices even if they hurt your feelings. That's what that's what you're getting at. That's, you know, yeah, that's, I, I, I don't like that. That's not a good look for this character. <laughs> I don't care about you, Penelope. I got to get married. I'm pregnant. You've been helping me this whole time, and I don't, I truly don't care because I need to take advantage of this well-meaning young flirt mm-hmm. and and burden him for the next 18 years with my child. Right. I, I like the idea that Penelope's like, I just want him to flirt with me. <laughs> you know? Like, does she actually have designs for this guy? I mean, she's obviously taken with this Colin guy, but, you know, mm-hmm. the guy's just a flirt. That's all he is. It's a flirt. Yeah. R. Kelly was a flirt. Do you do you think people wanted to get with him? No. Yeah, keep we don't Absolutely need to keep not. we do we don't need to keep talking about R. Kelly. <laughs> no, we do not. Absolutely not at all. Uh, so after the scene where Penelope is so hurt, she goes and finds Eloise, who's sitting on a, a swing set by herself, as she she mm-hmm. wants to do at, at the middle of the night, and you know balls her eyes out to her. She's she's kind of a it's a reunion of sorts. Mm-hmm. She's crying, and this nothing brings people together like heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But then the next morning comes, and our boy Colin, his bags are packed. Mm-hmm. He's walking down the stairs. It's time uh-huh. to go wife up. Yep. But not before the paper shows up. Right. Whistle the whistle down. down. We see the whistle. We see the paper getting made. Now it made me wonder: How does that news get to there to then get mass produced? What is the hookup there? I mean, I feel like, is the show trying to make us figure out who Whistledown is? and Or is it just sort of... Because I feel like we see this scene where, where the way that I read it was there's the scene with Penelope and Eloise mm-hmm. where Penelope is crying and bawling about what's going on with Marina and Colin. Assumedly, yeah. right? If, imagine going mm-hmm. to your best friend. She's going to tell her everything. She's going to tell her about yeah. the baby. She's going to tell her about the, the major. And then the <laughs> next morning, Whistledown comes out and reveals that Marina's pregnant. So what I'm, what we're, I feel like 
as a viewer, we're supposed to infer that somewhere between this conversation and the next morning, that information makes its way to the public. But it can't be Eloise. Cause, cause Is that too obvious? Kind of, right, unless she has a split personality disorder where she doesn't realize she's the one producing hey, this. We already had a duel. The show can pull out any kind of trick it's it true. wants to. It could, could be a soap opera. Who knows? Yeah, you don't say. So, yeah, but really, either way, really got is, Whistledown is out. Mm-hmm. And the headline, Marina Thompson got a baby. Uh-huh. I and mean... Drops what, a bag. Oh. What, yeah. you have a speculation? What if it's Lady Bridgerton? That would tie it up that, you know, of course she noticed that she was pregnant because of the dress she was wearing and she's had children. And maybe she was steering the conversation around her daughter, although that would be a really toxic situation in her own family if that was what she was steering. But I don't know. Or is it uh, Anthony, Tony? Could be. Oh, that would be crazy. It's one of those things where it reminds me of the the show Gossip Girl, where they went around in so many circles as to who Gossip Girl is that by the end when they revealed who it was, that person could only be like a sociopath because of the way he threw all his friends under the bus the entire time just to keep the story moving. And that could very much be the case here. It's just some crazy person who just doesn't care about having good friends or anything. I mean, that would track for Anthony, old Tony. A little bit. He's a little bit uh, self-obsessed or, uh, you know, self-righteous. well, Wait, yeah, that, and that's all we get for that. I mean, what a, what a bomb to drop at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's very much the, I think that I, you can almost say that's the A plot to the other plot. I mean, it's one A, one B, but the other one is we can we can get through this the other one one real is just quick. Like literally, bang, 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 and that's this the, is what you get your the, Netflix the, money for, essentially. Yeah, for for a lot of frontal nudity and some butts and some thighs and. Some well, we'll, <laughs> we'll dissect all that, but the, they they arrive at the Duke's home. We see what it, it for the first time in full. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And we meet uh, Mrs. Corson. Colson. Colson. Mm-hmm. And she immediately gives a side eye to Daphne because Daphne is so happy to be there, and she's like, "Hmm, you know this lady." Yeah, the housekeeper, and and it seems like yeah. um, Lady Bridgerton has sort of given Daphne a, a sort of bucket list of things that she has to do mm-hmm. right they have to go on a tour around the house uh, do new decor to the house yeah you have just to, get to basically know the village. get on the good side of, of Coulson as well as the village right and before they can do that Dave what do they do they get down they get down absolutely uh and that's not the first time. So, you know, we get that quick scene because it just really stresses that they can't get enough of each other. And th- th- Yeah, that's where we see Daphne's chest, which I was like, I didn't know we were getting didn't that here. Because <laughs> they, they play it so clean and down the line, you know, with her, at least, for the first five episodes. Yeah. And it's like, Netflix is like, we got this. And it's like, whoa, okay. Not arguing. It was like they, um, filmed, they shot the first five episodes and then, like, presented her with a contract that's like, by the way, <laughs> you saw what happened to Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones. Let's throw you some more Netflix money. And she was like, all right, sure. It's so wrong. It's so, it's, it's not, I mean, it come is. Come on. <laughs> no, that ain't right. That ain't right. Um, but yeah, so she starts to look around the house. And she does spot a nursery. And mm-hmm. it just tingles things a little bit. Yep. But that doesn't uh, stop the marathon. They're still sort of 
No, they they they, they have sex out in, in the in the rain in the garden. Mm-hmm. And then by and the water a, with the ducks. Right. He takes his shirt off. We hear wildest dreams playing on strings. Yep. Uh, Taylor Swift's wildest dreams. Great, great so. montage. Now, the one in the in the, the, the on the on the meadows where, where the ducks are, they get real <laughs> tight shot in there. I didn't rewind it. You could probably see his butthole though if you if you slowed that down. <laughs> <laughs> they really get in there. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say was, for all the female frontal nudity, we get a lot of um, rear nudity from old, old Simon. Like they they get they get they get you can see the the peaks in the valleys there. It's whole, like whole <laughs> the whole Regé Jean. Uh, what's his full name? Regé Jean Page. <sighs> you can turn the page absolutely between those those cheeks down there. Um, yeah, and, and then we get a, they do it again in the library, and. At one point, uh, Daphne's like, "What will the staff think?" And then we see the staff lift, listening in. <laughs> yeah, well, the in between all of this, it feels like this feels like a montage from Harry Potter where they're like trying to hide from Mister Filch. Yeah. And every time they do something, you know, you see Mister Filch like walk down the hall and scowl, but mm-hmm. it's this lady, Mrs. Coulson, who is just like everything. Daphne is just sort of annoying her. You know, I mean, well, she she listens in when the maids scamper off. It doesn't seem like she's too displeased with what she hears. She's like not surprised that they're they're doing it. I guess mm-hmm. in the library. Um, oh man, you gotta toss those books there too. I gotta, <laughs> you know, as someone who worked at a library for a long time, we got some books that came back. Those pages did not open sometimes, and you it didn't take long to figure out what the reason was. So. All right, you said it. Check the, check those books there. there. Um, but I don't know. It's it's kind of funny just to think how decent Daphne is and all of them. And then they're just they can't stop here. Like the neighbors know their name. No, you know, because no, she she can't stop. She can't stop yelling it. Nope. But they they also in between all of this they do seem to buck a lot of traditions where the and it also seems like this is the first time this house has been functioning in this fashion. Mm-hmm. So we see them eating dinner at this long table, and they're both on the opposite sides. And they say, oh, this is how Lord Bridgerton used to take his meals with his lady. Like, she would be across the, the table from from yeah. them. And then Daphne's like, well, why don't I move a little closer? And she picks up her own plate, and the servants are like, whoa, what are you doing? And, and we see Coulson sort of looking mm-hmm. in. And then they're picking the flowers later on in the episode. She sees her. She's like, "This this is the servants' work." So she's really just not everything that she has known to be the norm. Daphne mm-hmm. is just like not in on. Right, and I mean, the servants know exactly what's up. We saw them listening. We even see the maid uh, tug at uh, Daphne's hair when she's combing it, and Daphne's just like, "I don't know what happened to me." And the the servant is smirking because she's heard everything that's going on. Uh, so yeah, they're definitely all a little uh, throwing. And Do we want to get to the stuff in the village before we, we continue to tackle the relationship yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a county fair, and it's mm-hmm. tradition for the Duchess to claim the winner of the pig contest. But Daphne, being the, the noble woman she is, de- declares it a tie. Mm-hmm. And she no sort of befri- befriends this pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. And later on, she says, how come nobody wants to talk to me? And they say that, the winner is the one who gets to supply the house with pigs. And 
now there's no winner, or they're all winners. So what is it? They're splitting the profits, or no one's sending the pigs? Like no one's no one's getting any pigs. That's the thing. They're all going to starve because of her trying to save these pigs. And this is a. I feel like this pregnant three little pigs went come, home. She's going to come back again. This pregnant lady is what, very like, much. I'm, it. I'm, She's going to be a helpful she wants some friend. Pig? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she seems very friendly. Uh, but uh, yeah, kudos to those pigs. So that's really that whole plot is, is Daphne mm-hmm. is, is screwing up things in, in town. Right. And she befriends a random pregnant lady at, at random, but it does show like the nice side of Daphne. She's kind of just naive is really yes, what it's yes, showing. Exactly. She, she doesn't mean anything bad. No, she just doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, she's got to learn her ways. Yeah, uh, but now back yeah. to the relationship. Well, well, she does get a sit down with Coulson. Yes. Where Coulson outlines for her the whole situation with Simon, where he didn't have you know a, a mother there in his childhood. It was a strained marriage, and it's something like she was like trying to say like the the family was told that you can't have kids or something like that, or there was some difficulty with her getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then when she got pregnant, she died. So it's kind of like it was like passed on that, you know, if you if you get someone pregnant, they may die or something like that. I think is kind of what she was kind of telling her in, in between the lines. Maybe I couldn't really parse it. I, I, the way that I I read it was that, uh, you know, the the Duke didn't want um, or the Duke just wanted an heir, whereas the his wife, I guess the Duchess, then wanted a like children and a family. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, then we know what, what happened. That she died with the, the birth of the son. You gotta so have a strong It was a little confusing. Either way, we find out that, uh, I mean, is that's really what comes of this conversation. And right, so, is that the family doesn't, doesn't want to have kids because, you know, there's just too much trauma there, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then we see that uh, old... old Simon is, is is making a mess on the floor. <laughs> right. So she she comes to him again at night and starts uh, kissing, and the, he's he's pounding her again. They were really getting in there. Coins are falling on the floor, and then we see for the first time he just he he pulls out and essentially just forget my French. He he's just nuts in a rag. I mean that that's <laughs> on what the he floor does. or something. Yeah. He goes. We got to clean. No, this he, up. he takes a, he he, t- he takes a handkerchief. And then, as soon as he's done, he just tosses the handkerchief onto his desk. He doesn't have to clean up that mess. Isn't that where he does his bookkeeping and everything? He doesn't care. He, he doesn't care at all. Throughout he's also, episode, by the way, throughout the episode, he is getting more and more involved in this community. Right. We, we see him at his desk all the time. He's working on redesigning and, and building things and stuff like that. I just think about the cleanliness of just throwing that rag on, on all this paperwork you've been doing. Like, oy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem to care. <laughs> no, he, he does. And, and the, during all this, I'm just wondering: is he like shooting blanks, or what? Is there something up there? Like, because like well, we is saw anything... it when she talks to the maid, right? The maid is like, he's you got know, something. If you want a healthy there. seed, you need to plant it. And she's like, oh, he's not planting nothing. Right. So he does have a seed, which is the thing. So potentially, this is where though uh, Daisy. They're Daphne, Daisy. No, 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 no. Daphne starts to to put it together. She goes for a long walk in the rain, you know, because she didn't know how how you conceive a child. Now she's starting to put the pieces together. And she outright says multiple times that 
you know, I don't know. Um, I, I was never taught any of this, and she feels so naive. Like, mm-hmm. she says, no wonder we weren't taught this stuff because we would, uh, <laughs> we'd be a lot more eager to do things if we knew. Yeah, she kind of force gumps it. Like, I don't know a lot about love, but I know I love you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are ready to to get it on that night. And this is, she actually has a plan. She has a legit plan to to, mm-hmm. to figure this out. It's a very simple she's, plan. <laughs> what's the plan, Dave? She just says, "I'm getting on top." That's it. She's she's gonna ride him. And she ride. This is like. Again, they pre- presented Daphne as like the purest, cleanest girl, and then all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, get it's been yours. Been a busy couple weeks for Daphne. Absolutely, absolutely, and he goes off <laughs> in her. Yep. And then she hops off, and it's like a video game character. She literally hops off, and the camera cuts for a second, cuts back. She's fully dressed. It's like, wait, wait how'd you get that cl- the clothes on so quickly? And it's like she, she her contract said like, did it done done clothes on you got that shiny you, you creep <laughs> uh anyways good good for good for good for them <laughs> um she's she's not happy about this though yeah because she said she didn't think you know this wasn't a a, a choice decision this was a biology decision he lied to her yeah he lied to her and she thinks he just took advantage, you know. And he's like, "I tried. I would. I was gonna die for you. What do you mean <laughs> that I took was a advantage? Great line. <laughs> yeah, I fought a duel. <laughs> I shot you off a horse, or what? Your brother shot you off a horse. Yeah. And she was like, "But you knew becoming a mother was my dream." And he's like, "I would have died for you." And she felt pity, and and that's kind of where they leave things. It's definitely uneasy. Right, and I. I it's just not clear to Daphne now, though that. The reason why he probably doesn't want a kid is just knowing what happened to his mother when she had a kid, mm-hmm. like the thought of someone losing, uh, losing the the parent, like I th- I th- and him losing her. I think that's really what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I, that's what I'm ascertaining. That's fair. That's the, that's the correct thing to ascertain. Anything else to add there? It's really basic their plot this episode. No, that's it. I mean, that's it, what it gets to a pretty uh, unfortunate part. So hopefully it uh, clears up. Yeah, you, I mean, you just burn through five episodes of plot, then it's like, well, what do we do for this episode? Damn bang. Well, let's just show us sex. Five or yeah, six times. Yeah. How many times, Dave, do you think they had sex in this episode? I didn't count. That would have been a good thing to take note. I counted. Seven? Yes. They have sex seven times in this episode. Lucky number seven. Cool. Good for them. That's I mean, absurd. <laughs> I mean, I get that, uh, like, you know. And it's over time. But it, we don't need to show it that many times. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like we get it. Netflix is like the modern day like uh, Cinemax or whatever, or, mm-hmm. or as they called it, Skinemax back in the day. They gotta they gotta show some stuff in these mature shows. But I think for something like Bridgerton, it's like this is something you could literally show to kids, if not for like them just shoehorning this other stuff into like titillate adults, essentially. Basically, yeah, I, I agree. And I, 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 hey, look, they look great. They're a beautiful couple. I'm, oh I'm, yeah, love it. But I'm, yeah, this show Maybe. though could be in the stratosphere in terms of popularity if they just didn't have that in there. I think actually. Well, I think it already is in the stratosphere, right? It is, but with children, young children. <laughs> potentially, <laughs> potentially. It's got all the. But sweet I feel like romance. in the Netflix era, these kids are getting to it anyway. 
That's true. I mean, how do you stop it? Unless you make mm-hmm. like a kid's account that they can only access. Um, kids find their way around that stuff. Young kids. <laughs> yeah. Between ages of six and 12. Uh, so was this a good episode, Dave? I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It was a very straightforward. It depends what you're, was, you're looking for. It was for. a shocking episode. I, it was, um, I described it to somebody. I was talking to one of my coworkers about it because they all, mm-hmm. you know, watched Bridgerton when it came out. And I was like, this is the one where they just stopped caring. And they just said, we're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> they ripped the Band-Aid off. They said, you, want us, you wanted sauce? Mm-hmm. We, we got we got extra gravy here, baby. Literally. Yeah. It's on, it's and, on and the I, desk. And I knew this was coming because I read that, like, that's been the whole thing about this show is like, Oh, just wait. There, there's some saucy stuff in there, and there's a whole bunch. And I've I've heard allusions to a whole conversation about pulling out being mm-hmm. a thing about the show. I'm just like, okay. There's nothing that has really led me to think this would go that direction. But yeah, here we go. We got the whole episode, and yeah, th- there you have it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was not bad. I will say that it was not a bad episode at all. It flew. And look, this is where it gets like <laughs> funny, but it's like. They do the thing where they strategically place her hair. Like she has a lot of hair, like over the front of her body, and it's like we've already seen everything. I don't know what she, I mean. Again, preserve modesty. It's a weird thing that they do here. I don't know. I but why do we have it? Need to have it at all? I don't know. Sure, cool. <laughs> it's a weird, uh, you know. It's it's weird wading into these weeds. <laughs> right. It's a weird checking of the boxes. It feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was uncomfortable with it. Although let me say you that. were. I didn't. I didn't think it was necessary. Would you say this is a was a, a Bridger too far? A Bridgerton too far? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess not if it's the mission statement of the show is to be saucy. <laughs> but I didn't. You know, I feel like I don't know. We we we've seen a lot of Reggie Johns, but we don't need to see so much more. And I'm not <laughs> trying to be some kind of prude either. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I can see why the women love him. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I guess we did get some female nudity in the the one with um, the like art party. We did. It's all they're they're even. They're, yeah. they're even. We're even now. Let's let's no more. Right. Close. Let's on. move on. Yeah. <laughs> we were scandalized after watching so many puritanical shows. Uh, let's get to the power rankings, Dave. Mm-hmm. Who is going down? Number three, I got, I, I got, well, it, that would be Simon. Uh, I have I have Colin at number three. Me too. He's kind of a, you know, his pride gets in the way with mm-hmm. Penelope, and he, the, the, the ball dropping of this Whistle Down article is huge. Right. I was about to say, he gets out of this episode scot-free, and then it's just like, bang, 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 literally, I got some bad news. I was literally news. looking at the timeline. <laughs> Of the episode, and I'm like, okay, we got a minute left. I'm, I'm in my head starting to do my power ranks. And I was like, not a bad week for Colin and Marina overall. And then boom, yep. that's a Colin. Got a bit of bad three. news. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's number two for you, Dave? I got Daphne. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. She found out this man that that did all this stuff for. Her. He's he's kind of playing a game. You know, she's got to figure mm-hmm. out exactly what that game is, but. He's not being true to her. This is her husband at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, who do you have? Well, number, number two? two, I got Mar- Marina Thompson. Well, she's my number one. Well, Daphne's my number one. Okay. Elaborate well, on Marina. She's uh, she's going to get married. I mean, things are working out, except for Colin knowing the truth now, but we'll see how that plays out. They're definitely so not far, going though. to Scotland. 
We'll see. Maybe she goes to Scotland just for the views. Who knows? But she she gets to put down Penelope, uh, so that, that that's that levels her up from being at the bottom. Um, she she doesn't know the, the the storm she's about to face. We don't see her reaction yet, so we'll leave it at that. I think like I've I mean I've already dis- discussed my disgust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of of the way Marina has behaved and been portrayed in this episode, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, we we she's using Colin Bridgerton's goodwill. She's ab- abusing her cousin, who has been nothing but helpful to her, and she's mm-hmm. denying all this stuff with the letters. It's a bad look. I just don't. I think it's very immature, and I think it, like I said, it's going to take work for us to be sympathetic towards this character in what two more episodes? That's what we have left. Yeah, no, that's a fair case. Yeah, it's only two more. I, number one, I got Daphne just because she is so upset at the end of this episode. You know, yeah, she, no way this is it. her heartbreaking, and then you know, yeah, that, that I, it's no way around it, mm-hmm. no way. But to flip things in terms of going up, you know who's up? Who do you got going up? Simon is up absolutely throughout this episode, well, <laughs> and okay. we learn, I mean, we, we learn he is, we learn more than anything he is absolutely up. <laughs> so number three for Simon. Okay, interesting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he he may be in a, a tough situation Maybe at the end the of the episode, house, yeah. but I'm just I'm just proud of the man. I'm just glad he's he's not shooting blanks yeah. or anything. That's it's too that's too it's too hazy of a situation for me to. Okay, so he's not to, in the upper. He's not yet. on my rankings at all. Spoiler alert. My Where would you put his buns? <laughs> oh, those that hole, <laughs> his butthole. Uh, yeah, I'll put Why his. Did they his, show his, it? his physique is number one. That man's jacked. Absolutely. Well, my number three. <laughs> Is Penelope, mm-hmm. because even though she gets played, and Marina's mean to her, she's right. She's she's correct, and I think the end of the episode shows that she is. She she t- taking the moral high ground and trying her hardest to get what's right. Mm-hmm. She doesn't necessarily get it the way she wants it, but yeah. it's happening. You know, hard to deny. Okay. So kudos to her then. Uh, uh, this was a tough episode to find people who were yeah, go- exactly. going up. So number I two, I got the the three pigs. Oh, good. They, they they get they escape with their lives. They're not going to be turned into to pork or dinner for anyone. So good for those three little pigs going on home. Good, you know, great. Yeah, we officially have animals in the Bridgerton ranking. <laughs> I mean, have, it was a tough episode. Land masses coming up. And <laughs> how how far until the public becomes one of the characters? Soon. <laughs> My number two, short and sweet involvement in this episode is anthony okay he straight up tells his brother he's like what are you doing man this is stupid go be be a young man live young and wild and free he's like so what we get mm-hmm. drunk so what we smoke weed we're just having fun we don't care who sees and, that's a, and, that's and, and his brother case. his brother says no man i'm gonna do this thing with this woman that i love and then we find out the woman's pregnant find out you know maybe maybe this this player lifestyle that anthony lives is the established norm of society. We see that Simon's doing it. We see that mm-hmm. Anthony tells his brother to do it. And we yeah. see that in the crown, we've already talked about it. They want Charles to do it. So this is the sort of the norm and mm-hmm. Anthony's right. Yeah. I and mean, maybe his moral points. compass is right. We see what's going on with Simon and Daphne. Maybe he's always been right. But at the same time, we also see with him just like he's totally not in control of anything as much as he thinks he is. Like, come on, Colin, I told you to do better, man. It's like, well, where were you? Right. You know? It, yeah. Can't have it all. But, sure. Well, number one, I got Colson, the maid, for okay. Simon and Daphne. You know, she really shows that 
she runs the show at that house. She, you know, she respects Daphne, what she got to do, but she knows the score. She knows what's going on with Simon. And I think she acquits herself really well in, in terms of, you know, okay. doing her job. I felt like she was too much of a hoverer to make okay. a... My number one is Lady Whistledown. This is the... This we is don't the, even know who she is yet, though. This is the juice <laughs> if it is of the century. This is the, this is the juiciest juice she's had all year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we see just how, how important this is by Colin's reaction. This is... Yeah. She's no joke. Whoever she no, this is, is or they are, good good for them. They got the scoop, yeah, this is level scoop of the yeah. cinch. You got to take her seriously for sure. But I just couldn't give it to Whistledown because I just don't see Whistledown as a, as a as person. As a character? <laughs> yeah. Whistledown's just I a yeah, I think they made the rankings earlier, maybe for me, but yeah, I don't know. They're they're largely out of this episode until that last minute. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like a lot of this episode hinges on that last minute. So who am I and to? Again, the pig's got more screen time than her, is all I'm saying. Potentially, I mean, they definitely did. more screen time because they visually exist. Right, exactly. But we saw the printing press exists. That so. is true. We did see that. Lady Whistledown's but, an Autobot. As I think that's my. It's a carriage it's a, it's a in the town just listening. Sure. That would be the greatest crossover of all time. <laughs> Who's Lady Whistledown? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am fellow the Earth. Press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Optimus has just been a printing press this entire time. Hello there. <laughs> I am Whistledown. <laughs> yep, just listening in the entire time. Well, that's this episode, episode six. So two more, uh, right? Two more, and then we are wrapped on Bridgerton, and we've gotten some good um, suggestions from our listeners of things to to watch in the interim, and we have still yet to make our mind up, but you'll see. Well, you'll just have to wait and see after we uh, wrap Assess. up this uh, episode. And we I, yeah. we will say we've had a couple people throw some some meaty shows. Mm-hmm. Down Abbey two was delayed three months. It was not delayed a right. year. It was not delayed two years. It's three months. We're looking for a lean night. We're looking for a lean. 12 episodes tops yeah so we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but if you're thinking don't throw we're not doing the the call of the midwife sorry not, <laughs> not yet no that's like later when we're at a crossroads <laughs> and we need something to do for four years <laughs> exactly exactly um Aside from that, though, Dave, have you been watching anything this past week? I know we've we've been busy hanging out because we were in yeah, the Poconos we were, for a we were in the Poconos, party. yeah, living, living it, the dream. Yeah, people want an insight on how crazy that got. There was at one point where several of us were doing pull-up bars on a, a brewery tour bus. We're just doing not pull-up bars, just pull-up doing pull-ups because we were yeah just, on bars that probably shouldn't have been supporting that much weight. <laughs> we're monkeys, yeah. <laughs> Wild times, though, Dave. Hey, pandemic is over. <laughs> is it? No, but uh, for a few moments <laughs> it was. Um, it was the vaccination era. That's why I keep calling this. Yeah. It's the vaccination era. Um, what have I been watching? I finished Loki yesterday. Oh, what would you think? I thought it was, uh, it felt the most like a TV show. It felt the most like a TV show season finale and the least mm-hmm. like some sort of Marvel table setting for the next movie, mm-hmm. which was good. I didn't, I wasn't in love with it. Yeah. But it was It fine. felt fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the actors. I I uh, I liked a lot about it, but it didn't blow me away at any point. Right, right. It did, it, it only moved things incrementally by the end of it. But the, the, and I think the problem was both of these other shows have sort of done some table setting for the future movies. 
Whereas if I had known this wasn't going to do it, I think I might have been having a little bit more fun just sort of being in it rather than looking for these mm -hmm. sort of Although I, I prefer it more because of that. Like, I don't need these all to just be things in efforts of the movies. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, that's why I mean, if, if I had known that going in, I wouldn't have been like, oh, what's the, the after episode teaser going to be for the next movie? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no, no, it's just a, it's just an alligator. Yeah. What about you, Corey? You been watching anything good? Uh, I wrapped up uh, just before we hopped on the second season of uh, I Think You Should Leave uh, on Netflix. Oh, man. So good. It's so good. Yeah. I, it's not quite season one in terms of consistency, but there's so many good sketches in it. <laughs> the, the, the Mars 2112 sketch with Tim Heidecker is <laughs> incredible. Oh, yeah. Solid. And the, I know we've talked about it, but the the guy wanting a burger is <laughs> so perfectly done. You know where it's going, kind of, but it get, hits the notes so perfectly as it, it goes it there. It just keeps going. That's the thing with that show is it just gets darker and stranger and then pulls the plug at the exact moment that it it's not going to get... Yeah. What's the 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 pants one? That's oh yeah 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 that one goes that one just goes and goes, but yeah that show is great and all the episodes are seventeen minutes it's, it's low hanging fruit for anyone out there, and also uh, never have I ever came back on Netflix which is the Mindy Kaling show about mm -hmm. a kid in high school and her friends and it's funny it's charming it's an actual good show my mom loves it she told me to watch it and I've caught up and it's very very solid interesting so. interesting half hour narrated by uh, john mcenroe the tennis player so there's okay. that okay is mindy Kaling in it or did she just make it no she just writes it and produces it interesting yeah that's pretty good so that leaves us there uh which is recommending uh netflix and <laughs> disney content where we're just shills corporate shills uh that do not make any money off that <laughs> maybe at some point but you know where you can pay it back to us leave us a five-star rating and review on itunes if you so choose yep. buy some merch uh, you know, follow us on the socials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Send us an email and Gmail. We we love to get you know some feedback. Check out uh, our Podbean site. You, if you want to find a back uh, old episode, it's all on there. Yeah. Look up when Corey but, put Whistle Down on the power rankings. Yeah, it's it's there. Otherwise, I think we'll catch you next time on this podcast, right? I think you'll catch us. <laughs> yes, okay. we'll be back next week. <laughs> all right. Till next time. Yeah.